Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Holistic University. I'm and Elena. And I'm Allie. And today we're going to be focusing on a new thing we're going to try out for this season, myth busting. So we have a bunch of topics that we're going to talk about. We're going to share our stories of trying all these different things and our experiences with it. So today our myth busting is Pilates lifting or hot girl walk. This stuff has been taking a trend on social media a lot. A lot of people have been saying, oh, stop lifting, go to Pilates, or stop doing Pilates, go to lifting. And everybody posting on TikTok that I see of, this is my hot girl walk with my Lululemon fanny pack and my like it girl cosmetics and it girl green juice. So we're gonna get into it. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. So let's get started. First, Elena, we're gonna talk about Pilates. Ooh, Pilates. So I've only tried, I'm going to blank on her name. I haven't done Pilates at all except right before this episode to see what it's about. Um, I think her name is Blow. I feel like I've done Pilates when I was a dancer. Because backstory, I used to be a dancer girl, like danced my entire life. And then I got to college and then I started lifting. So... But my dance teacher would always do, like, the pulsing and stuff like that. I have never been to an actual Pilates studio where, like, you're on the contraption and it's like, spread your legs, close your legs, spread your legs, close your legs. Yeah, that's reformer Pilates. There's, like, Matt Pilates and then there's reformer Pilates. The reformer is, like, the big machines with the leg yeah. straps and all that stuff. The only that's thing, a- I've only <laughs> seen that, like, when I've, I've started watching the Kardashians and... Uh-huh. Over the summer, there was this one episode in the last season where it was Kim and Chloe getting ready. No, it was Kim getting ready for the Sports Illustration photo shoot. And they were doing Pilates, and then they went to, like, their personal trainer. And, like, as a personal trainer, um, the stuff they were doing was a little bit questionable. And it went a little bit TikTok crazy of, like, oh, my goodness, like, this personal trainer. Like, what is he doing? But, I mean, the fact that they're exercising, that's all that matters. But I saw the machines that they were using, and I'm like, how do you work your body that way? Like, I feel like I'm so rigid now. Because I did did some yoga over the summer, and I'll get into other stuff I've been doing in terms of activity. But, like, the spreadingness and, like, the way that I have to, like, really expand my body on those, like, machines makes me nervous. (laughs) I know. I am. I... I have never been to a, I, I've tried that like pure bar um, class, which is kind of like Pilates. Oh, because I've done yeah. bar. Huh? Say that I've again. Done, I've done bar. Bar's, pol- yeah, bar's Pilates. Yeah, bar and Pilates are pretty similar in those aspects where it's like <laughs> a bunch of reps in one tiny, tiny, tiny movement, like mm. with one part of your body, and then you move on to the next, and then you move on to like your legs etc but i i tried a intro to reformer pilates it wasn't actually a class it was actually really nice it was uh talking about like the safety of the machine um how to use certain things what certain cues mean so it wasn't like a workout workout class it was just kind of like familiarizing yourself with the machine um i do want to try it though eventually i actually before I, i got into any type of strength training i like when I first went into college, I started with doing Pilates movements hmm. myself. So I was like, I'm, I was actually the opposite of you. I started with like Pilates and then 
moved into more strength training. I've always loved like Pilates. That's just me. I'm very biased, but I also really love strength training. <laughs> I love I love it all. I love all of the exercises. I um, love it all. So tell me what you thought about it. It was I felt like and it could just be me. I feel like it's very much isolated just in the legs mm-hmm. and the lower body. And it's a it's a lot of core work, don't get me wrong. And my thing with – I'm never the person anymore because it just was very unhealthy. And, like, I've seen people who would, like – and this is, like, another myth that, like, it could be touched on another time where, like, I'm never the person that could sit down and do, like, three ab videos because yeah. I, like, hate – I hate just doing, like, a solid, like, ab workout. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I just, I'm miserable. I'm never going to work out if I'm just doing a solid ab workout. So it was, like, I felt like it was a lot of just legs and abs, which is fine that it was both, but it was, it reminded me a lot of dance. It reminded me a lot of bar, but it felt like I was just counting the minutes until it was over. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I really like Pilates and it is very lower body focused and core focused. Although I like, I guess what I like about Pilates is that they're very good about form with certain things. Like if you're doing an ab exercise and if you end up going to a class and this has only been my experience, I feel like they're very good about being cautious about where your neck is Hmm. and how you're crunching and they give really good instruction which I think is super super important and like we all know that like when you tackle your form you're actually going to get results like even quicker than you realize you know yeah that's the part I love about Pilates but let's talk about the myth that it's not the end-all be-all if you only do Pilates versus strength training yeah and because uh, like comparing an apple to an orange in my opinion you're getting benefits from both but you shouldn't just like you know do one only and be so scared to do the other you know yeah I agree and also the point you're making about how um you were thinking the opposite in terms of like their of your experience with Pilates like everybody's experience with like all the things we're going to mention is different for example, mm-hmm. I did Pilates through a YouTube video while Allison has been to classes, so we're going to have different experiences. If I've went to a Pilates class, I feel like I'm from an instructor's point of view, I might find Pilates differently than I do now, but again, none of this is the end-all be-all, but at the same time, if it's something you like and enjoy doing, then stick with it. People have phases of what mm-hmm. they prefer to do. For example, if I've, I've had phases where... I'm more focused on yoga and I've had faces where I'm more like cardio focused and like kind of the term like cardio bunny, but it was kind of unhealthy yeah. when I was focused on cardio. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll go through phases of what you like and we're kind of going to share our stories of our different phases, but it's not the end all be all. And I know social media has been kind of pushing all these different I three ideas of exercise. So that's kind of why we're getting into all three. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think our main point here for Pilates, and I have a feeling that our point will be very similar for the other types of exercises that we're going to, like, dive into. Um, but you can do Pilates if you like it, and if you want to do it, you do not 
have to do it. You don't have to be scared of other forms of exercise because it has been well studied, the benefits from all these types of exercises. Um, So if you like it, do it. That's great. Um, And if you don't, you do not have to do it. You don't have to be scared of spiked cortisol or (laughs) like that's a very trendy word right now on TikTok. You don't have to be scared of spiked cortisol like from doing other forms of exercise versus Pilates and all of that. So what about what about you, Elena? About Pilates? Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to try it again because my main point with all of these and any form of exercise is my aunt would always say when I was a kid in terms of trying food is anytime she would hand me a piece of food, she would say green eggs and ham and I would have to try it. So kind of take that mindset in terms of different forms of exercise. For example, you're always going to be a new student when it comes Mm -hmm. to trying out any form of exercise. And that's something I love about trying different forms of exercise in terms of anything is being that new student and learning something new and learning something new and like how your body can move and how your body could be active. It's one of my favorite things ever, but yeah, yeah, always try something new. And I know there is a Pilates studio in Wakefield and we do have bar classes here within Group X. So if you want to try it, try it. Why not? I actually love the Pilates classes here on campus. Like you, I suggest giving them a try too. If uh, you want to Elena, I, oh gosh, I forgot her name, but the instructor, she's an older woman who's, I think she's like maybe in her sixties, but she's very graceful with it. And she gives alternative movements. If you don't want to do it a certain way. I, I was like, not worried, but I was like, mm, I don't know how the classes on campus are going to be compared to out of campus. Yeah. And, Awesome. Yeah. Very awesome. Campus Rec. Mm-hmm. Campus, Campus Rec. Campus Rec. Come sign up for Pilates class. No, definitely sign up for any classes we have here on Campus Rec. It's a great way, again, with the green eggs and ham mindset to try something new. You never I like know that. what you're going to like. Yeah, I like that. Hmm? I, like, I like that green eggs and ham mindset. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. But let's get into the second myth busting, which is something I do all the time lifting. Mm-hmm. So what is lifting? Lifting basically is the term that encompasses lifting weights and strength training. So basically it's an, how do I phrase it? And I'm not, I'm at fault a little bit. People basically make lifting weights similar to Pilates, like a personality trait and a Mm -hmm. way of life, which it is for some people, there's lifting weights because of the trend and lifting weights because you're in bikini competitions and powerlifting. So I'm kind of going to go over kind of like the TikTok, like different sides of it, because there was a point in my own experience with lifting that I was debating about going into the powerlifting bikini comp mindset. Mm -hmm. But it's also, there's a fine line from it getting unhealthy and being healthy. And I'll share some stories of experiences I've had with people. So yeah. So what's your experience with lifting with my quotation marks? Uh, again, I started doing some type of lifting in when I got to college. Again, I was more drawn towards like Pilates based workouts and cardio. Like I loved cardio. That'll we'll talk about that later. But um, I was always and I still kind of am. I like 
not afraid, but like I I was a spin instructor for a while and that kind of wrecked my knees for a little bit and then I stopped spinning and my knees ended up feeling better. And so I guess I'm not like scared to lift super heavy. I just want to make sure I do it properly because like, and you've, you've helped me with my form in the gym before too, which has helped me immensely. So I will do like medium ish weights, um, in the gym. I'm not one of those people where I'll make lifting like a personality trait. I try to do at least two days a week. So I'll do just an upper or a lower. I'm not one of those people that will divide workouts into like push day, pull day, or like, oh, this day is only buys and tries and this day is like your back. You know what I mean? I just like, it's enough for me to do one day. That's like more lower body focused. And then one day that's more upper body focused. Um, and then in my upper body days, maybe I'll like incorporate a couple ab movements in there, but I do like lifting. I enjoy it. I don't really Sorry, use the bar I though. Can't help oh. You with that. Oh. oh my gosh, my watch just went off. <laughs> my Siri on my Apple Watch. Sorry about that, guys. But I have only stuck to dumbbell type strength training, and I like that a lot more than the bar. Even though technically I am using less weight, so I right now am working my way up to squatting. Hopefully, if I can lift it, but. It, it's kind of a circle for me to lift like 40 to 45 pound dumbbells like together so like I'll have one dumbbell in between my two hands to squat and I'll also do like hip thrusts and uh things like that so yeah that's just my experience with it I haven't gotten into it so much where I'm lifting four days a week but I'll do like maybe two to three if I'm feeling like it and I stick like I said I stick to dumbbell and I stick to more medium-ish weight so I want to do like a full lower body workout with a 50 pound to 60 pound weight eventually right now I'm not there though <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. what yeah. about you girlfriend so I'll get, in, I'll get into my story you're definitely squatting double that, right? Like double or triple that. <laughs> um, I switched from, so I'll first get into my story and then I'll go into my um, weight counts, my weight um, PRs right now. But I first started freshman year as the term on TikTok is cardio bunny. But mm-hmm. there's a difference between preferring cardio and the term cardio bunny in yeah. my experience and my own story. So when you like cardio you're working out like consistently you're doing cardio but my thing with in terms of hearing the term cardio bunny and my experience was I'd be on the treadmill Mm -hmm. interval running for over a half an hour and then go and do another form of cardio on top of that for like over an hour so that's where it draws the line of being unhealthy so that was kind of and I'll get into a little bit more my um in uh, next episode we have called um, where we do into another myth busting. So I'll save that more cardio bunny story later for that episode. But it was unhealthy. And then I realized it was around, it was before COVID, my sophomore year, where I started then. I went to, huh? So when we met, oh, we met, I 
sophomore year. No, we met my freshman year. Oh my god, was it? It was my very first nutrition class. I cannot believe you forgot this. Sarah Larson's two ten class, my freshman year, first semester. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm the worst. I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you. Props so. To you. Yeah, Allie and I have known each other for the past four years, which is crazy. That is crazy. But, but I- <laughs> so my sophomore year, I started working out. Um, what was it? I started working out. I think it was a little bit. I did a little bit more of weight training. It was dumbbells. I used the Smith machine. And I was getting into that little more of like, okay, like let's start doing strength training. It was March 2021 when I fully jumped into the lifting trend. And I, I'm still lifting as I did back then, but it was me learning about belts and me learning about compound lifts and accessories and isolations and what's my workout split. And it was also around then that I fell into more of the lifting personality trait. So I was spending money on, I bought into more Gymshark and I bought into Alpha Elite. I bought into the trends and all that. So we'll get into my story and kind of just like the two cents of what these stuff the stuff is but now um being in september i work out lift i lift five to six days a week i have complete splits and i have gym bags and i have belts and i have resistance bands and my current split is mondays i do glutes and hammies and with my compound of being deadlift which if you decide to deadlift and barbell squat, please be very, very cautious. Yeah. Because I've tweaked my back and I've scared my parents where I had uh, some one story when I first started lifting in March 2021 with the barbells and doing barbell back squats. I ended up hurting my wrists because oh. so basically, oh. listeners, there's high bar high bar back squats and low bar back squats where it's the placement of the barbell on your back so you're not seeing this listeners but high bar is where it's basically right under your neck so the end of your cervical spine yeah i'm a personal trainer um so this is kind of my two cents of all that and then low bar is where it's more on your um middle trapezius upper trapezius so the placement of the bar is going to kind of shift the focus of the muscles because it's different low to different parts of your quads, glutes, hamstrings, etc. So I would, I basically was not putting, I think I was putting the bar either too high or too low where my wrists were holding more of the weight of the bar to then lift it off and put it down. So I would do my squats. And as I come back to the bar, I would go one more higher than I should and my wrists would be moving the entirety of the weight. Oh my god! So, that's me and these these stories I'm gonna share of my lifting journey are to like help you and warn you of not to avoid lifting, but to be very very cautious. Listen to your body because I've injured myself and it's not fun. So, basically, I was I was using my hands to put up the bar one more instead of going down with my knees a little bit squatting a little lower and putting the bar like one notch lower on the barbell squat rack so then yeah i was basically using my wrists to like lift the weight and like yeah so like i was basically wearing like wrists like braces 
And I would wake up and my wrists would be in so much pain and my hands would be in so much pain. And I'm like, am I getting carpal tunnel syndrome at like 19 years old? Like 19, 20 years old? I'm like, what's happening? And then I stopped barbell um, squatting. And then I slowly went back into it and I realized that I should be going a notch lower on the rack and protecting my wrists because it's my legs doing it, not my wrists. So, yeah. But... Yeah, oh so God. that was my two cents on that. Tuesdays, back to the splits. Tuesdays <laughs> is back is my back workout. Um, Wednesdays is um, chest and tries. Thursdays is quads and glutes. Fridays is shoulders and arms, so I do shoulders, biceps, and triceps. And then Saturday is a full back day. Nice. So I do two back, two legs. I used to do three legs, and that's wow. when... In March 2021, that was the beginning of when I was obsessed with trying to grow my glutes. But at the same time, I was obsessed with also trying to be thin. So it was kind of that, like, counterbalance of, like, me, like, wanting to, like, bulk up quotation marks in my lower body while also thinning out, like, my abdominal area. But then, like, now in, like, September, it's just realizing that I love my body how it is. I love the strength I have when I work out and lift weights. So it's not so much of physique focus as it is mentality focus because in March, 2021, as I was getting stronger and heavier, I was talking to other people at the gym back home and talking to other people at the gym I go to here. And I was realizing for my age range, I could be either competing in bikini competition where basically you're lifting weights and you're going through different phases of your body where you're bulking, where it's actually, you're eating a lot, a lot more than you're, you're eating a lot more than you're burning so that you're putting on muscle and fat. So then when you're prepping quotation marks or cutting, you're then focusing more on cardio, taking off that fat so that you're mainly just lean muscle Yeah, and you present your body in front of judges and you get rated for how much muscle you have on different parts of your body. So that's bikini competition. And then the other thing I was debating on doing is powerlifting where you're focusing on just gaining muscle, gaining muscle, gaining muscle, not so much bulking, but basically trying to get to a certain one rep max or three rep max so that you're competing in different weight groups and different weight groups in terms of your body weight groups in terms of how much you can lift to then yeah. beat other people in that area of focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the other side of lifting. That's more of like lifting as a sport. And then the other side of lifting that we've been seeing on TikTok is buying into supplements, buying into gym clothes, buying into being yeah. a gym bro or a gym girl and looking a certain way, acting a certain way. Um, look or act a certain way to lift or to yeah. start training you don't yeah. have to like you said you don't have to buy into super expensive like gym clothing or supplements or anything like that to just start or to uh like experiment with it I guess you know what I mean yeah and a lot of when I started lifting a lot of, and it's still kind of a craze now when I started lifting the big thing which is another part of the myth we're going to get into the lifting mentality of taking supplements so let's get into that in some stories so i mean i i still take protein powder but i used to take 
greens. I used to take creatine. I used to take two different types of protein powder. But then I would also be getting disgustingly bloated and feel like poop because there would be certain things in there that my body just doesn't react well with. But I was also buying into it because social media was telling me to buy into it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, creatine is like it's creatine is like one of those supplements that's actually been pretty rigorously tested compared to all the other supplements yeah. that's it's, on the planet. Yeah, so, it's honestly um, one of the safest ones coming from yeah. research and all that. So basically, creatine is um, so the system technically is called phosphagen um, create the fo- creatine phosphagen system, where basically creatine is used for very, very high intensity workouts. It use, it's used very fast, it barely makes any energy in your body and it's meant for activities such as 50 meter sprints and power lifting and stuff where you're basically working out for under a minute. Mm-hmm. And the downfall of the creatine phosphagen system, just to give a little education, is we don't have a lot of creatine in the body. So the point of taking creatine is to then increase your creatine levels in your body. So, for example, when, let's say, for example, when I'm lifting and if I'm doing my squat PR, I have a little bit more creatine in my body to then expend that energy to then get that higher rep. This is not an advertisement for you to take creatine. This is just what creatine does in your body. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But also, you like we said, you don't have to buy these supplements yeah. to get started lifting, to do lifting, to... It's not a necessity. And yeah. I think people make it look like it's a necessity. And, it's oh, not. my God, this is a free workout. Like, don't get me started yeah, on Yeah, I've... I've... So, crazy honestly and I still take pre-workout but I don't I used to take a pre-workout I'm just gonna say the company rise blackout and I would take a quarter of a scoop now I take a quarter of a scoop of PE science pre-workout but also the thing with pre-workout is it's the same thing as energy drinks and also your body has a certain amount of caffeine it can take it's only supposed you're not supposed to go over 400 milligrams of caffeine and it's again that like crazy thing that like I bought into of buying pre-workout, buying creatine, buying greens, buying protein powder because I wanted to follow the trend of the lifting lifestyle that Mm -hmm. is on TikTok and social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, I don't want to like, I do want to talk a little bit too about like the benefits of lifting in addition to this because Yes, it, like, has been very, like, trend-setted on TikTok. Well, there are a lot of, like, great proposed benefits to lifting, too. Like, building your muscle will help increase your metabolism, your metabolic rate. You're going to get a lot of lean muscle from it. Um, It's going to help you to prevent, like, fractures down the road as you get older and your bone density starts to decrease. And... I personally, like, how do I say this? You know how you do cardio and you can get, like, a runner's high? Yeah. I always, I don't get, like, a runner's high from lifting, but I'll definitely afterwards feel, like, a superwoman, if that makes sense. You know I what I mean? I completely agree. When I first started. Superwoman. Yeah, when I first started lifting and I realized, because my family would always make, my family would always make the joke around how my sister's the mouth and I'm the muscle because I, 
Well, it's it's because my sister, I love my sisters of pieces, but she is the best talker. She could talk her way out of anything. She is the lawyer of every conversation, but she's also quick-witted and she can come up with a punchline. Whereas I, whereas me, if my sister would just piss me off, I could just be like, shove, and I don't realize my own strength, and I would end up hurting the fragile, skinny-boned my sister. Because yeah, my yeah. sister had my dad's body where they're mainly barely any fat and bones and my sister's one of the most beautiful humans inside and out i love her to pieces whereas i got my mother's body of i'm more muscle i'm more curved so lifting became an outlet for me of where i was able to grow into and learn to love more the body that i have because my curves got more accentuated my back's now more tighter my glutes more like plumped and voluptuous and sorry listeners but i love my i love my booty my thighs are more defined. So where lifting for me is I learned to love my body more and love the body I have, which is always, it's always still a journey. It's never completely healed and whatnot, but there was so much mental and physical benefits to when I started lifting. And again, everybody's different. Everybody's going to prefer, prefer, oh my goodness, prefer a different form of activity. And I just found that love in lifting, mm-hmm. but there's so many added benefits. I feel like superwoman. The first time I started lifting and I realized back to what I was saying earlier, back to March, 2021, when I first started lifting and I first tested how much I could lift, I was like, I didn't realize when people made the joke of like, oh, like you're the muscles, you don't know your own strength. I really am strong. No, that's so funny you say that because the other day I was like, I was talking with my boyfriend and we're talking about workouts and stuff. And I, was like yeah like he he like jumped on my back or something he's like oh squat me and i actually could squat him very easily yeah more than once and he was he's like 180 pounds and i was like yo i can i am strong in my legs i didn't know i had this like it was kind of a wake-up call to me that like maybe i shouldn't be as scared of pushing up my weight as I thought because I actually can handle it not that that was the appropriate way to find that out but yeah I yeah no you definitely I think are stronger than you think as long as you go about it the right way definitely and in the beginning of when you're lifting the first four six weeks you're gonna start quickly like getting what they call like beginner's muscles and like like increasing a little bit quicker of like the weight you're doing and then at some point you're going to plateau so for example my deadlift pr is around um 275 and i stopped squatting i did not expect that number to come out of your mouth (laughs) oh my gosh and then um my squat pr i barbell squat once a month twice a month because again i'm very scared of my back and I have, I wear, I wear a belt to protect myself and I really should get a new belt because the one I have is not so hot. But when I'm squatting regularly and when I'm squatting on the machine, I could squat around 330 pounds, 320 pounds. If I'm only doing the V hack squat machine, I could do um, around 350, but barbell, I could do like 320-ish, 310. So it's a V hack squat machine. So you have, um, I'm gonna explain this the best I can listeners. So a regular hack squat machine, you're moving up and down on an angle, 
but a V squat machine. There's um, a surface where you put your feet up to that's slanted, and then your body's slanted in the opposite direction, so you're making a V. So your feet are one part of the V, and your body's the other part of the V. And oh, I've done those before, I think. And you're yeah. basically squatting in a half circle movement. Oh. So my mm-hmm. feet are on, let's say, the left side of the V. As I squat, I make a half circle with my body, and I come up. So you're basically doing the exact same thing as you would with a barbell, but you have that support of you're holding it on your shoulders with your hands here yeah and you're not having your wrists grab onto a bar and you the thing with that takes away from doing this um compound squat on a machine is you're not focusing as much on your core and balance Mm -hmm. as you would with a barbell back squat because when you're on a barbell when you're doing a barbell back squat you have the balance of your core needs to hold you in position to keep the weight up and to make sure like you're not dropping the weight but when you're doing it on a machine, I could let go and then I won't be hurt. Like, if I decide that it's too heavy, I could literally just, like, stop the movement. And, like, the machine will come down and, like, I... That's it. Another machine that I've seen at gyms that um, help you, like, protect your body and whatnot is... There's one... I'm going to stand up, listeners, but basically it's... Um, it's like a cable machine from the floor and there's a belt to it and you put the belt around you and you put your feet on it. It's a platform and it's a cable in the middle of your feet. I'm trying to explain this. I don't know what it's called. It was a brand new machine at my home gym and I wish I had it at the gym that I go to near campus. But you put the belt around you and it's like a ball here and it goes to the floor and you hold on to like the rails and you squat. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool and I love it. And it's yeah. good because it protects my back and it also, like, takes away from, like, any impact on my wrist if I do a barbell squat. But... Yeah, I would do, I would do that more. Yeah. Than, like, maybe the bar. Or yeah. Maybe, that but, I would maybe feel more comfortable doing. Yeah, but the point I was getting to it is you're going to plateau at some point. So, for example, I've been lifting for a year and a half. So, like, my... The weight, like, I can do now is like pretty much like gonna stay somewhat the same if i end up like eating more then i could probably increase my weight but i don't plan on doing that so yeah yeah so well that's awesome and that's very impressive and thank you you need any uplifting advice elena is definitely your girl (laughs) thank you definitely give me some more advice too on that i'm also qualified to give advice I have I have multiple 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 certifications. Getting bulky is so hard to do. It's you're not gonna get bulky. If you're a female, you would have to eat like way way more than you're expending to be able to get to that point of getting bulky. If you're eating what you're normally eating and decide to lift weights, like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So, and also women don't have that amount of testosterone to get as bulky as men can get. Yeah. So, it's it's very very hard to do. Mm-hmm. You you can gain muscle and it'll even your body out, but I mean, you're not going to get like masculine bulky. All right. Next one, last one. Hot girl walk. A hot girl walk. I I I'm do a, a hot girl walk. I do the hot girl walk. 
I am a huge proponent for hot girl walks. Just because. Love, love yeah. it. Love them. So what is the hot girl walk? Hot girl walk became crazed on TikTok this mm-hmm. past year. Basically, you're going outside or you go on the treadmill and you end up walking for a period of time. It's most crazed when you go outside mm-hmm. and you like listen to a podcast, listen to music. But another thing that got crazed with it is kind of the hot girl walk, I think, and the it girl personality met, got married. Yeah, they did get married. Right? And did they, they, did, they got, they I think, need, I think they got married. Yeah. They didn't necessarily need to. No. Because everyone can be an it girl. It's a mentality. Thank you. Thank you. Every it's a mentality. It's a mentality. It is not you holding a green juice. It's not you wearing only neutral colors with a baseball hat, which I, listen, I am that girl that loves all neutrals and I will wear a baseball hat when I go on my hot girl walks. But I wear all neutrals. The hot girl walk is a mentality. It is. It is literally meant to not only get some type of cardio and movement in, but it is meant to almost be a type of reflection. It's for you to gain confidence and it's for you to feel good about yourself from a very holistic perspective like all over just literally just by walking yeah putting in some of your favorite music like elena said a podcast it is a mentality and you put yourself in the mentality yeah and that's that's basically it that's it for example all summer so i've been very very fortunate enough to find a little apartment well it's connected to a main property but a little apartment in narragansett pier and mm-hmm. I did my hot girl walk um, at least once a week all summer where mm-hmm. I would walk all the way up to the pier, make a circle, see the ocean, and walk back. And it would yeah. be like I would go for only like 20, 30 minutes just to get some outdoor time in, especially because it was the summer. And it was great. But also there's the other side of the hot girl walk that I've seen from stories I've heard from people or just knowing people where it's kind of like the – mother when they wake up and it's like don't talk to me until I have my coffee they're like no 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 I'm not I'm not in the mental I did not do my hot girl walk yet no 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 no. it's kind of it's kind of like that where I'm like it's not that they're hmm how do I phrase this do you know where I'm getting at (laughs) I I do I do know what you're getting at like yeah it's not it's kind of like the popular kid crowd sort of thing where it's like I don't know. It's just, it doesn't need to be that big of a thing that some people are making it. Yeah. It's, again, just the mentality of, like, taking time out of the day for yourself, doing something good for yourself. And, like, I think there's, uh, it's very similar in the aspect of Pilates, where it's like, oh, like, like, be afraid of lifting do pilates instead be afraid of running be afraid of other forms of cardio do walking instead like it's you know what i mean yeah i feel like that's also part of it but the bottom line is to be hot girl girl. your walk you just gotta go on the walk and that's it and you gotta go on the walk and do what makes you happy mm-hmm. for it. Maybe your hot girl walk is outside, but it's also fine that it's on a treadmill. Yeah. And if you want to listen to a podcast or music, that's fine. If you don't want either of those things, that's also fine. It's just also the fact that you're getting alone and you're doing something for yourself. 
It doesn't have to be a 30 to 45 minute walk. It can be just a 10 minute walk if that's what you want. Yeah. And also the hot girl walk, it could be a hot girl walk. It could be a hot boy walk. It could be a hot binary, hot gender neutral walk. It could be whatever walk you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. It's it really is a mentality. I I am a huge proponent for it, but I think you're right in the fact that it's becoming very trendy to look a certain way and go about it a certain way. Like, and there's a lot of pressure for oh, like I I self growth and I'm motivating myself and everything. You know, sometimes like hot girl walks don't have to be super focused on just self-growth and yeah. all that sometimes it's just okay let's get outside for 10 minutes walk somewhere and then walk back and yeah. you'll probably feel better yeah you know for example it's over the- like hmm? it's behind the craze i think and i think this is what you were getting at in terms of popular crowd yeah. is that you are constantly needing to improve yourself constantly needing to be better yeah that is kind of where that marriage of like it girl and hot girl walk or combining is that you're always trying to self-improve always trying to be better and like to an ass to like a certain aspect of that it can be okay to always want to like progress and do things better and better yourself but then that can very easily cross the line into toxicity right Mm-hmm. And when you cross that line into toxicity, it then becomes a very, like, it see it seemingly becomes a very exclusive thing to do and not anybody can do it. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I so, agree. So yeah, what, a, what story sorry. do you have about your hot girl walks? Because I did one. I was in Long Beach Island in the end of July. And my, like, whole family would do hot girl walks because we would just, like, jump from, like, each other's houses because I would yeah. be farther down. We were more on, like, the, what they call the bayside. And my yeah. grandma's brother, um, he's my uncle, Artie, they were more – they were also on the bayside but, like, a different part. So we yeah. would do our hot girl walks to the beach where it would be an entire clan of yeah. O'Briens and Seabolds hot girl walking to the beach to then take up a corner of the beach so and we would just be like a herd of like adults and like teenagers and college students now just like herding to the beach yeah no but that's awesome too because again hot girl walks can lead to a sense of community it can lead to family gatherings it can you know what i mean yeah other uh benefits but my hot girl walks um i used to walk on the treadmill i always like or not I don't want to say like, I always tried to run on the treadmill. (laughs) I always tried to run more on the treadmill. I like running outside so much better. I'll run outside any day compared to on a treadmill. But when quarantine hit and no one could do anything, the only thing my family and I were doing were hot girl walks outside. And I really fell in love with it. Felt like so in love with it. I tried to do some type of, quote unquote hot girl walk like at least three times a week three to four times a week yeah like the other day I was at my boyfriend's shocker and um we just walked his dogs like in his neighborhood I counted that as a hot girl walk we weren't like 
walking so hard that we were like breathing heavy, but it was like, we could still hold conversation. We were just enjoying our time together. Um, and then I also found the, I don't know if you know about this, the, what is it? 12, three Oh, that's another trend. Mm-hmm, it is, but I did try it out and I did end up loving it. That's good. I loved it. So now I do that actually as my, if I can't get outside, I try to do that as my hot girl walk like three times a week. And that's a great form of a hot girl walk, but not something where like, for example, 12, 3, 30, not doing it every day, but like a couple times a week yeah. is like your hot girl walk. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I'm not, I do it because I feel good doing it. I'm not doing it because everyone was promoting it as fat burning and like, yeah. oh, like want to like shed some weight. This is the one you do and I I wanted to try it because everyone was like oh this is so much harder than it looks and I was like I I know how to walk and run like I'm sure it's not that bad Mm -hmm. and I tried it out and I was like wow yeah oh this is way harder than I actually gave it credit for but it was nice too because I don't like running on the treadmill like I said I like running outside I will run on the treadmill once in a while if I'm really in the mood, but it was a great way to get in a treadmill workout that felt um, a little more intense yeah. without it actually being running, if that makes sense. Like, I was still breathing pretty heavily. I was sweating, and I really do get that, like, runner's high or cardio high when I um, do any type of cardio, so yeah. I, I like for that. I love that. Yeah. This is a good... Huh? I feel really good afterwards. <laughs> so it was it was a good way for me to get a more intense workout on the treadmill without like forcing myself to run, and yeah. then I can save my runs for outside. Yeah, this is a good segue into other activity we do. For example, over the summer, um, the specialist for Group X, Denise Robin, and my old gym, and I started doing. We brought back something called a treadmill class which I used to do, I used to do interval running once or twice a week, but now I just do that. I did that all summer and I absolutely loved it because it would be similar to, because I also teach cycle, which I love cycle. I I love so many different forms of activity, but it was similar to cycle where like we would do sprints and we would do intervals and we would do Tabata, which is like um, ratio of one of like two to one work to rest. So it was like, that was like my own version of like a hot girl walk for that day. So yeah. The hot girl walk doesn't have to be the idealized, like, super trendy what you see on hot girl walk. It can be what you want it to be. Like I've said a million times, it's about mentality. It's about what's going to make you feel good. And the reason why I'm a proponent for it is because the hot girl girl walk really encompasses that. (laughs) I'm like, I can't even speak at this point. It really encompasses the pick something that you'll stay consistent with, that you love and you will end up reaching your goals way faster. It may take physically a little extra time, but it will be so much more sustainable in the end. Yeah. All right. Let's go into funny, good stories about other forms of activity we tried. Something I tried over the summer that I'm now so in love with, I started doing kickboxing and Mm -hmm. sparring, like jujitsu sparring at a studio it's right off of campus it's called pride martial arts i am so in love with it i started doing it for trying another form of activity but also 
let's face it, listeners, I am a woman. I want to know how to defend myself. God forbid if anything happens. But I absolutely love it. Um, funny story, the first um, tr- time I tried sparring over the summer, I was in the big white outfit, all like tied up and yeah, everything. Yeah. And we were learning how to do what they called side control. And I, and it was basically like, sorry, listeners, we're going to go into this, but it was basically like to get out of the maneuvers, like you would have to try and like choke the person. And, you know, whenever you're like choking, the first thing you do is start coughing. And I didn't realize how much, like, (laughs) basically every time, because I was sparring with another girl, which is great. And I'd be on the ground and like she'd do the move to like try and choke me and I'd just be like <coughs> Like sorry for the sound effect guys and sorry for the <laughs> Sorry for like the actual I was like I was laughing the entire time we were sparring because I was choking Yeah, you guys aren't getting the visual of this podcast, but I am and this is even more entertaining on well, my end well, that could segue into something. We're going to be starting to do, for certain episodes, we're going to be doing live recordings and posting them on YouTube, which Yay! is something we haven't mentioned yet. So, surprise, we're going to be doing that. So, and I'm like, I just, I did the kickboxing class right before this. So, I was like already out of breath, already tired, sweating, and I put on this ginormous white material that like didn't fit me at all because it was so much extra material because he didn't have an extra like suit for me yet. So, like, it's just me there in this, like, marshmallow outfit, lying down or, like, being on top and, like, just being, like, choked because it was my first time doing this. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but I absolutely love kickboxing. I love the sparring because I want to know how to defend myself. And I get, like, such... It's basically a runner's high mixed with feeling like Superwoman at the end of the kickboxing. And I'm I'm addicted to it. I love it so much. Um, I would definitely try it. We have cardio kickboxing classes here um, in um, Anna Fastelli Group X that are on IM Leagues. It's not with a bag like what the kickboxing I do is, but yeah. I absolutely love it. My favorite mm-hmm. thing ever. That was a funny story of how I tried to survive my first sparring, which I did survive, but it was pretty comical of my first attempt. <laughs> awesome though and i'm so glad that you found that um I'm trying to think about anything funny for, like hmm. i know i'm trying to or i eventually want to get into more calisthenics type training hmm. so like basically a lot of it's strength training but with just your body weight oh. so like i want to be able to do like I mean, I think I can do one pull-up right now. I'm trying my, to do pull-ups. Yeah, I want to be able to do pull-ups. I'm close. Um, I really want to be able to hold a handstand and really, like, oh, wow. I'm not, like, shaking all over the place. My mom was a cheerleader, so she actually um, has been helping me with that a lot. And, yeah. And types of body weight movements like that because it's kind of – it's surprising how much – strength you need just for body weight stuff as well it's hard. Um, i want to be able, i want to be able to do a pistol squat with proper form as yeah. well like the one where you're holding one leg out with your arm and the other one is squatting down and i i've been swimming because i have a pool <laughs> and swimming is a great form of cardio um 
and thankfully I I have been swimming laps at Tutel and that's been great um I've never been like or I get I've tried swimming before like competitively and I didn't like it but I like when I can swim on my own and I don't have like a coach telling me what to do yeah I'm fine with that with any other sport but swimming was not one of those sports for me so that's been something new that I'm working on and it's been really good on my joints um and yeah that's what's going on with me that's new in terms of uh movement and experimenting with different exercise and nothing funny yet but if I have a funny story I will be sharing that yeah I've done I still teach cycle I actually now teach have you tried f 45 we have f 45 classes I've tried a couple of them actually and I really do like those they're really fun I like the thing I like about F45 is is because basically F45 is split up where Monday's cardio, Tuesday's strength, Wednesday's cardio, Thursday's strength, Friday I think is hybrid. I could be wrong. But I like it that it's just kind of like 45 minutes. They focus a lot on functional exercises of like stuff of daily living, which mm-hmm. I like. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, F40, I tried F45 for the first time spring last spring semester because I was like I'm gonna be a GA I need to learn about F45 and I've heard F45 is really really fun and yeah I love it it's it's a nice because basically the thing of F45 is it's group personal training but like the workouts already designed so it's kind of easy where it's like not easy but it's easy to for you not to be thinking about like oh what should I be doing for lifting today or what should I be doing for cardio today because it's already planned for you yeah so that's something fun to try out. If you guys haven't tried it, green eggs and ham. Try it, 45. Eggs. That was a green eggs and ham that I loved. I actually want to make it back to another class, and I just haven't been able to. Come back to campus. Do you have 45? You can come to my class. I know. I know. It's just the internship. That's yeah. The only thing. No, don't worry. I'm struggling right now, too. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> in moderation. <laughs> yeah, classes and grad assistantship, it's fine. <laughs> but it's all worth it. I love what I do. All right, I think we've talked about so many different things. We talked mm-hmm. about Pilates, we talked about lifting, we talked about hot girl walk, talked about mm-hmm. running and treadmill classes, we talked about kickboxing and sparring, we talked about s- cycling, we talked about swimming, we talked about F45. Wow, talked about a lot. Yes, we did. So our Campus Rec Spotlight before we end this episode is just there are Group X classes every day of the week from like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. to like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Check out Ion Leagues to register. We have well-being coaching. We have personal training going on. We have F45 classes on Ion Leagues. We have the pools open. Follow us on URI Campus Rec Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Nothing new in intramural sports. Nothing new in club sports. Pools open. Come to the pool. Come down to Tutel. Um, everything could be found on URICampusRec.com, our website. And I think that's it for our Campus Rec Spotlight. Yeah, I think that's it. Nice. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank you, guys, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Last week of September. It's also mm-hmm. my birthday week. I turned 22 on Sunday, so this comes out on September 28th, so I'm already 22. All right, guys, have an amazing week, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys.